Hello, party people. Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade Studios. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live on Instagram Thursdays at about 12 p.m. Mountain Time or on all podcast providers and YouTube on Fridays. We're your hosts this week, Harrison. And I'm Mitzi. Um, Also, if you're watching this on Instagram, you're welcome because you get to see our custom shirts that we made for our dodgeball team. What's the team name? Out of office. That's right. And I want to show the back. Yeah. Apologies (laughs) if you're listening to this, but um, it's a really cool shirt. And it was designed by the one and only Harrison. He designed these shirts and they're so cool. They have the out-of-office logo, the links on the back. If you're curious about how he designed it, you should check out There's our a reel. TikTok and Reel where he actually walks through the entire process. It's really cool. It was a lot of fun. I yeah. had a blast. But speaking of dodgeball, we just came off of a really intense game on Tuesday. I actually played. Yeah. Which is a big milestone for me because I've been really I've I've had a few injuries and yeah. that I had to recover from, but it was a really good game. No, you slayed it. Yeah. I was proud of us. Yeah. And it was cool too, because like you brought the coach vibes. Like after oh, yeah. after every round, you just had like a really good saying or like mantra to like hype us up and like get us out of our head and like back on the court. My toxic trait is that every time I do any sort of physical activity, I feel like I deserve a championship ring. Like I feel like I was helping us get to that championship. And I really, I really respect athletes and anyone who is part of a team because so much of it is mental. It's like physical and mental. And I feel like I have the mental, like, I feel like I have the mental stamina and endurance and like discipline up here. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't translate in my body. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's finding the balance. Or does it? Wasn't I good? You were good. (laughs) Especially that one time, like, and, and it, it's disappointing it didn't count because you were already holding a dodgeball, but Mitzi was holding one and then one just came like flying and you caught it in your forearms. And I was like, you're a natural. You're a natural at this. Which is totally illegal in dodgeball. Everyone who plays dodgeball is like, that's not allowed. But the maneuver is cool. The maneuver technically is cool. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, Speaking of saying, so you had an epic saying that really inspired the people and I feel like everyone should hear it. It's one of my favorites. It's if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Hey, that is such a good line. And I I really feel like it applies to everyday life. Absolutely. Yeah. Just preparation, preparation, and then you're just always on. That's how I feel about this show, to be honest. I feel like I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. That's it. And speaking of, we have a great show. We have some good stories. So should we get into it? Let's do it. Okay. First one this week, we got to talk about the Grammys. If you live under a rock, you don't know about this, but everyone else does. <laughs> and you've probably seen all the coverage and all the viral moments. But the last Sunday was the 65th annual Grammy Awards at the Crypto.com Arena. Weird. Weird. So weird to say that. But there were some huge major wins, including Lizzo. She won Record of the Year for About Damn Time. Harry Styles won Album of the Year for Harry's House. Bonnie Raitt won Song of the Year for Just Like That. Beyonce won Best Dance slash Electronic Album. And she also won for Best R&B Song, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the other big moment from that night is that she made history for being the most awarded or Grammy awarded artist ever. Which was a huge deal. It was Beyonce's night. And that's the thing. It's like, who else other than Beyonce is like deserving of like that kind of historic title, in yeah. my opinion? You know what else she deserves? 
record of the year. Yeah, that's true. She's never won that, which is such a shame. And the people who have won it have gone on to thank her for inspiring them. Like Lizzo, she won record of the year for about damn time, which maybe, maybe I'm like immune to like TikTok songs now. To me, it's just like white noise or like, yeah, I it's, just, it's like, yeah, it's any, anything that's been on popular or like been popular on TikTok for too long. I equate it to like the stuff that I hear in the grocery store. Yeah. It's almost like a jingle to me. Yeah. It's not a real song. It's just like a background soundtrack yeah. to me. So it was kind of, when I saw that, I was like, oh, but then at, at the same also, time, yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess that is a really good song. I just don't equate it as a good it also feels like it's been out for a really long time. So I was like surprised to see it even nominated because I was like, I feel like that song just fell into the limbo of like pop music that came out between like 2018 and now. And it's all just like floating in the same atmosphere. Totally. One thing I will say about the Grammys compared to other award ceremonies is that they really take into consideration how the public feels about a song. Unlike the Academy Awards, which is just around the corner and literally only movies that are nominated in the Academy Awards are ones that like most people actually don't like. So it's Mm -hmm. like very much like critics choice. You might hate this movie, but here's why it's the best one of the year. While the Grammys is like the song that you hear over and over and over again often gets awarded. It's true. I mean, I have my own issues with the Grammys just because I feel like some acts that were nominated that got snubbed in certain categories. I'm like, is this a popularity contest or like, is this like, it feels like in some categories I'm like, okay, you rightfully gave it to the artist that, you know, kind of universal opinion made the best piece of work. But some categories like the rock category, like the album going to MGK, I was just like, is it because it's MGK? Like, it just kind of felt like, hi, look at us. We're the Grammys and we we care about like who's popular. And then other categories feels like, oh, you guys actually like are for the culture and like for the right. sound. They need to stop gatekeeping what the criteria is mm-hmm. for these awards because like is it the best song? And like who decides what the best song is? Like the Academy Awards, they decide like the best movie in their opinion. And it's very much like critics in the Academy or like peer reviewed and all that stuff. But for the Grammys, is it the best song or is it like the song that defines the year? Totally. You know, because those are very two, two different things. Yeah. But yeah, I think that I also have to consider that all award shows are like an entertainment show. So I do have to remember that. Yeah. The thing I totally. really also appreciate about the Grammys is that they're sitting, all these celebrities were sitting in these tiny, tiny tables <laughs> next to each other, literally like physically rubbing shoulders with other people. And I also love that a lot of the seat fillers who were present that night and had to sit at tables with like JLo and Ben Affleck, they're coming out on TikTok and sharing what their like experience that night was, which is amazing. So thank God for TikTok for giving us like more access and insight to what actually happened. I love TikTok. It is like, I I didn't expect to still be learning so much post school. And then I open TikTok and I'm like, I'm learning so much about the world, like both stuff that's important and then stuff that's just funny and stuff that's pop culture. Mm -hmm. And I feel like TikTok is just like this ever growing encyclopedia of past, present and future. Yeah. For me, it's a pop, like pop culture encyclopedia, Mm -hmm. but it's funny because I saw TikTok with the seat fillers who were sitting at the table with um, Ben Affleck and J-Lo. And apparently J-Lo saw that Ben Affleck was getting memed during the show and she showed it to him and he was kind of like, oh, not this shit again. Like he was kind of like rolling his eyes like the internet, those those people are so silly. We gotta let Ben 
the on and on then, the meme front like he's he's been so memed with like the smoking photos and stuff it's like we just got to let him but he's so unbothered by it like he totally. does not care he like continues on his business he didn't even like perk up and like start smiling like if that was me i would like course correct a little bit and be like mm-hmm. oh maybe i should look like i'm actually having a good time he's just like whatever yeah Those i feel crazy i feel people. like i'd be like him like i'd just really? be like ugh content again. You you can't really win. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, let's move on to the next story here. So next up, Instagram may be taking a page out of Twitter's book and adding paid verification to the app. New references found in Instagram's code by developer and reverse engineer Alessandro Paluzzi (laughs) suggest the company could be developing a paid verification feature. The code snippets found reference explicitly to a paid blue badge and a new subscription product. The same reference also appears in the latest build of the Facebook app, so paid verification could be coming to Facebook as well. Alessandro spotted a number of new Instagram features before they launched, including the in-app scheduling tool that launched in November and the newer QR code sharing features. I think this is really interesting. Either Instagram is going to you know, kind of take this concept of paid verification a step further and really do it well, or we're just kind of going to see history repeat itself. What do you think? Uh, I think Adam Masseri needs to get on his alive ASAP and just say, hey, we hear you and don't worry, we're not doing this. If they did paid verification, like we would not be okay. It would just be such a dumpster fire the way Twitter just like was pure chaos. Like we need some- Still is pure chaos. (laughs) Yeah. We need some regulation with this kind of thing, especially when it comes to brands. And I don't know if you- if you did or didn't see what happened on TikTok or sorry, on Twitter when that happened is lots of people would pay for the verification check mark and then change their handle to whatever company they wanted. It was corporate catfishing. Yeah. Totally. And there was someone who did that to a pharmaceutical company and then they tweeted that insulin was going to be free, which caused, you know, chaos. So it just, there needs to be some regulation. And I think Instagram should be quick on the pulse. They are quick on the pulse for a lot of things. Like true. Kim Kardashian posted that she wanted Twitter or Instagram to stay Instagram and mm-hmm. allow her to share photos and not mm-hmm. try to be like TikTok. And then Adam Sari did a live literally the next day. Yeah, like I feel like Instagram does a good job. I'll give credit to Adam where credit's due. Like I feel like he does a good job of making sure that like the voices of the platform users are heard where I feel like Twitter is just kind of all of us like 50 feet below Elon standing on his on his tower telling us like what he wants to do with the company. Right. So like I, I do kind of lean more towards the optimism of like if paid verification is going to become a thing for Instagram and Facebook, I think it's something that Meta is going to do well because we were able to all see in real time how you know, poor planning and and poor execution totally. really affected Twitter. So, and Meta is still a publicly traded company, so totally. it's in their best interest to listen to its shareholders. While Twitter is privately like owned, so yes. it's different. It's different. So hopefully that won't be coming. Hopefully, down the good different. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay, last story of the day is a really cute one. Um, Allison Brie and Dave Franco pulled an interesting stunt to promote their upcoming rom com. Ahead of the release of the trailer for their new movie, Somebody I Used to Know, which the couple actually co-wrote, Allison Brie and Dave Franco shared adorable pieces of audio captured in 2013. The audio recording from when they first met 10 years ago actually shows drunk Allison expressing her love for Franco. And in the video, Franco says, I saved on my phone as Allison drunk. 
The married couple has been working on their movie and noting that they're also huge romantic comedy fans. And this is just like such a real, like such a cute stunt. I'm all for celebrities sharing like a less polished version of themselves when they're promoting their projects. And like, it's so relatable too. Who doesn't have a voice note of their significant other expressing their love after a drunken night? Yeah. Like, it's so cute. What, like, one thing that I really like about it too is especially as we're kind of, moving away like as consumers of entertainment and media like as we're moving away from like really polished influencers we're kind of also pivoting to wanting that more from like celebrities as well so Mm -hmm. I agree with you know like more celebrities need to kind of outwardly show like a little bit of authenticity every now and then and and just kind of like vulnerability too and I think one thing that's really cool about them working together on this movie is the fact that you know so much you know personal moments probably happen behind the scenes of them just exploring this creativity to build this film and also just like new facets of their relationship and to share some of that with us it it feels like they're sharing more than just the finished product like I feel like we get a little bit of you know this kind of real raw moment between the two of them totally and like celebrities think when they're going on social and promoting stuff that we want these like really polished versions of themselves but what we actually want is like the everyday real stuff especially Mm -hmm. right now and the more chaotic the better so like I want to see like Mariah Carey like what does what does the songs that she sings in the shower what do they sound like and like what do I don't know I can't think of any other ones but like I just want these like chaotic random moments so I think this is such a smart way to market their upcoming movie and if you haven't listened or seen this video you should go check it out I also could be a total sucker and they could be manufacturing this moment but I still think it's smart marketing so kudos to them that's our show. That is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>